Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Jonas Knox. Coming up on this Football Friday, another day and another big-time trade in the NFL. We will discuss. Also, there is somebody in the NFL who would like to come back. He's hinting at a return. Could it be the Dallas Cowboys? Colin Kaepernick's name is back in the news. I'm sure he's bummed out about it. Ben Simmons returns to Philadelphia, and LeVar Arrington has some stories about that fan base. Plus, we've got the scraps and another edition of In Case You Missed It. All of it is yours. Coming up next here on a Football Friday, two pros and a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Come on. Bass trigger. What's up, Bates Sticks? Trigger. What up? How we feeling? How's that for a way to start I, I off? Was, the I was happy as hell when I came in. I'm talking to you. You got depressed in the mother sucker, you know? Uh, but, uh, you know, it's sucker, all... Uh, sucker, yeah, I said, yeah, listen, we gotta be, Yeah, we got to be careful Y'all still here. dump I mean, me? Uh, right. pe- people hear what they want to hear. I mean, and that, I made... I, I just made uh, history. That's the quickest dump in the history of the show. Did you? That's got to be really? the quickest dump ever. That's dumpable? Well, I mean, uh, that I, could I not guess. be dumpable. Uh, well, we uh, we, heard, we thought we heard something else. Yeah, oh, okay. No, well, hey, you, you did not. Better safe than sorry. I mean, hey, you better dump that. Better safe than sorry. <laughs> that, well, listen. Uh, there are, uh, you know, this day and age, you never know who's going to be offended by what. So, oh, uh, well. so there's all. Uh, and then all people that going get on. people tend to get famous off of that notion. <laughs> it it is. People it, leverage the notion that people get offended very easily these it, days. Is that today? Are you alluding to Jesse Smollett? Is are we waiting until later? <laughs> I mean, there's the a couple of them out that, <laughs> there was a couple cats that <laughs> made their are. rounds in, in the media uh, yesterday. Th- there definitely are. Uh, so we have got uh, plenty on that, I'm sure. Uh, Lamar, Lamar's mentions are going to be filling up to the brim here uh, I mean, pretty quick. Last time I heard a speech like that, I read it. It was Abe Lincoln g- giving, giving his speech, you know? Jeez. Not as tall, though. Uh, <laughs> not, not, not quite as tall, no. <laughs> a little, little different. Yeah. Uh, it is uh, two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. It's LeVar Arrington, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. No Brady Quinn. Uh, it is, uh, he's celebrating an anniversary with his wife, uh, so they are uh, you know out of town uh, enjoying themselves. And um, Enjoy your little brave. Yeah, so screw him, uh, basically is what that means. Uh, he is not here. So LeVar and I will be taking you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, we do have the usual shenanigans. Birdo's here. We got Lee DeLapp, who has already made his presence felt uh, during the hallway oh, uh, man. You know, he, he, entrance. He puts together scores yeah, it for, is, uh, for his, his, his flagellants. Yeah, if you, you know? are a uh, if you're a band out there, a marching band, and for whatever reason uh, you've got a trumpet player who can't make it because they've got some sort of an issue, um, Lee's your guy. We got a bear. Uh, He's a bear's guy. You know, we, we'll send him to the bears. You know what I mean? I was like, what is going on out there? Good morning, Vietnam. I'm, I'm supposed to be in the restroom. Not, I mean, what's going on out there? I'm like, what? And he's always got his instrument. You know, that's a great thing. It's always there. Yeah, it is. Always. Uh, very impressive. So I mean, we will. Uh, I'm sure he's one of the best snorkelers I've ever seen in my entire it life. Is, I'll tell you what, that thing uh, has multi-purpose usage. It is something. So, uh, so we are off and running here on a Friday, and uh, we're gonna have a good time. Eddie Garcia is here. So let's see. Brady is not here, but don't worry. It's gonna be a lot of fun. We're gonna have uh, you know some laughs, play a little grab ass, and talk about. Hey, what do you know? Another trade in the NFL. There, Lavar Arrington. 
Ben. Yeah. This yeah, time on uh, the defensive side, uh, Khalil Mack is gone. The Chicago Bears who made the move to trade for him a couple of years ago with the uh, Las Vegas Raiders, then Oakland Raiders. Uh, he is now being going back to the AFC West. So the AFC West lands another superstar. Uh, so the Bears will be trading Khalil Mack reportedly for a second round pick this year and a sixth next year. So an already really good good football team yeah and so him and joey bosa uh on the same opposite ends how's that are they going did they let ingram go yet or well, yeah, you remember he uh, they he left before. My bad. Okay. He went to Pittsburgh. Where did he end up at? Kansas, Kansas, City, Kansas, City. Kansas City. And, and Kansas City. he was a good Kansas pickup for Kansas City. City. My, my City. Yeah. He played well for Kansas City. I, I, I mean, him and, and and Joey Bosa being opposite sides or the same side is, you know, that's 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 going to be an interesting thing to see. I, you know, as I was just saying this. I don't know if I said this on the show the other day or other week. You did. Where like where did he go? Like it was like he disappeared this past season, he, and, and I know he dealt with. I, I think he has dealt with at times injuries. Yeah, but but largely in part, I mean, he just kind of like there was the conversation: who's better, Aaron Donald or Khalil Mack? Yeah, that's gone. That that hadn't even been a conversation. It had been replaced with with TJ TJ Watt and and Aaron Donald and and Michael Parsons. Uh, but but the idea of it is: is where did he go? He so and and when he went to the Bears in 2018, he had that big splash debut against the Packers on mm-hmm. Sunday Night Football, where he was just dominant. He was all over the place. He had just gotten there um, that year. He finished with 12 and a half sacks. He was, I think, second for Defensive Player of the Year. Like he was awesome. And then that was it. But yeah, and he was a little banged up that year. And then the next year, and the, and the Bears, you know, won the division. They went to the playoffs. The next year, uh, they were a 500 team. They weren't as good. They had issues, obviously. At quarterback he was still playing well he just wasn't getting the sack numbers the following year kind of the same thing they went to the playoffs but he was a little banged up again and then last year through the first seven games he had six sacks he was playing well probably the best start to his entire time with the Chicago Bears and then he's been dealing with this foot issue they ended up doing surgery he was done for the year but it was Robert Quinn who was the guy who was the stud and he's good Robert Quinn is yeah. good. And so they tried to, you know, throw all this money on the defensive line, thinking they had the offense that was going to be able to to support them and they were going to be able to do great things because of that one year. And it just never turned into what everybody thought it was going to be. And so the big splash move that everybody thought was going to turn into, hey, the Bears are back. They've got this defense. They've got this amazing pass rusher again. Oh, wow. It just it, it didn't amount to what people thought it was, whether it was injuries or lack of support elsewhere. I mean, look, it's not like he didn't have talent on the defense. Akeem Hicks is a stud. Like, Akeem Hicks is good. Quinn got there. He played really well last year. He just couldn't stay healthy, and there were issues after that. So, I I mean. I think when you look at the Bears, when you look at defenders such as a Khalil Mack, they're at their best when they have an offense that can make it a passing passing game I mean the NFL is a passing league now anyway so to to be in a situation in a scenario where you're a pass rusher and that's your specialist your specialty because uh, listen Khalil Mack can stop the run Khalil Mack can be a three down three down guy I mean he's shown that he can play play the run he can play the pass I mean he's a three down guy my biggest my biggest question mark here is again 
when you're as talented and as gifted as Khalil Mack is, the one thing that comes to mind, what what came to mind immediately when I heard about the the trade was, will he be the same? Will he be anywhere remotely near the same type of guy moving forward? And and I don't know that we'll get that answer until we see, you know, see him play. So that would be my trepidation. It's like when you're a guy and you've been as much of a guy as Khalil Mack has been, the sometimes the the biggest the biggest thing, the biggest determining factor in all of it is the name. Right? Yeah. Like maybe his name got traded. I don't know if the game is coming along with it. And and so but you know, that's the interesting part about football and sports. It's the cool thing about football and sports in general is, you know, it, it works out somewhere. It doesn't work out so much somewhere else. It may work out somewhere else after that. You know, what are they going to be? I, I'm, I'm not certain. It sounds good, Bosa and Mac. It sounds amazing in theory. But is that what we're getting? He, he's thir- that what we're getting. He's thirty-one. All right, so you're you're the uh, the the Pro Bowler. You're the defender. All right, so you tell me, he's thirty-one. He's coming off multiple seasons in a row dealing with injuries. The most recent cut his season short. He missed the final 10-11 games of last year. And it's not a good trend. No, and, and it just feels like it's starting to to venture down that path, uh, down that path rather. And look, uh, he's the Chargers are going to pay the remaining. He's got three years, sixty something million left on a contract. Uh, the Bears are taking a twenty four million dollar cap hit to to unload him because the Bears are rebuilding. They're trying to get rid of salary, a lot of big time salaries that Ryan Pace threw at that defense, and uh, and their idea and their plan is we're going to build through the draft we feel like we can find some pass rushers on the cheap through the draft uh, that are maybe younger and going to stay healthier I get the move for both teams but I'm with you if this if if you're getting what the trend has been then that's bad. I, yeah, and, and now you've committed a lot of money to uh, to to. Now the Chargers have basically turned into what the Bears were, committing all that money because Bosa isn't he? He's got one of the highest paid defensive linemen in the NFL. Yeah, and now Mac comes in; he's still near the top. That's a lot of money for a Chargers team, and that's a team that's close to getting to where they yeah. want to go. You know, they're close to their goal, and that's kind of what I was alluding to in my last point: is you do have a much better offense, and you got a franchise quarterback. Yes, coming here. To, to Los Angeles with the Chargers. So this could be the perfect prescription for Khalil Mack to get his career back on track is having an offense that can put up points and create those opportunities for for pass rushers to to get home, to have those opportunities. So but again, I, I just I've never heard of a guy just disappearing to the level that Khalil Mack disappeared in terms of being in the discussions. I mean, you just we just haven't said his name. It just hasn't been out there. So it's just kind of like out of sight, out of mind. And when you're when you're one of the greats, out of sight, out of mind generally just doesn't it doesn't happen. Yeah. And especially you go to a place like Chicago where it's all about defense. Like they they for whatever reason they can't 
figure out quarterback, they can always figure out. Like Roquan Smith is one of the best, mm-hmm. most underrated linebackers in the NFL. He is awesome. And they that was a guy through the draft. Like they've been able to land players through the draft. They've been able to land defensive players. And then you bring in Khalil Mack, you just assume with all the history they've got, this was going to be the guy. And he had such a start on national TV in Green Bay doing what he did against the Packers uh, then Rodgers got hurt uh, you know left the game for a time and then I think it was Deshaun Kaiser came in he was uh, one of the most impressive defensive performances you see and literally that was the peak <laughs> his first game playing on limited reps because he wasn't really in game shape and he just got there because the trade happened a couple weeks before and that was it yeah. like that it, like it was all down Hill from there, and he got paid, and but uh, but yeah, that whole conversation about him and Aaron Donald, that's gone, right? Oh, it's gone. (laughs) That's not even. They're not even the same stratosphere anymore. Yeah, but but he has the ability. Khalil Mack has the ability to play himself back into the conversation. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see that if that ability is still there at 31, because that is that's old. That's old for a defender. You know, that might not be old for some positions on the field. 31 is old for a defender. Can can I ask you a dorky, kind of kind of a geeky, you know, surface type uh, question as far as a defender goes? Soldier Field's one of the worst surfaces in the NFL, correct? I don't remember, but okay. I'll go with it. All on right, it. but I've, I've heard that it is a, a bad surface. You know, I played on some horrible surfaces, and the ones I do remember is the Vet, no longer there. Three River Stadium, no longer there. Okay. So there you go. So, well, I got plenty of questions about the vet and Three River Stadium okay. uh, because uh, th- that, Both that, in Pennsylvania. that brings me back to, uh, you know, watching that sort of football growing up, uh, rug burns and uh, yeah. scrapes and guys wearing concrete, concrete it, under. Oh, the, yeah. The, the, and that was AstroTurf. <laughs> so, you know, a lot of these young cats, oh, they don't know about field. They, they only know field yes. turf. Back then, it was AstroTurf where you were probably three, four steps, five steps faster on AstroTurf, but there was concrete under the AstroTurf, and there was no give. It was office carpet. Anybody who's ever been to a giant office building, basically carpet, and just because it was the yeah. easiest thing to clean, uh, you, you're not gonna, you know, you know, uh, trip on anything. It's just easy, cheap. What, like that's how they were playing NFL games. They were just rolling it out and playing games, and guys were uh, were getting banged yeah. up. Yeah, there's that um, word inertia, you uh, know, and it came into play every time you fell on the ground. Like a lot of those guys wear those strips on their arms, yes. and it's just for looks. Or they wear those leather, those leather arm bands, like with the rubber on the inside, and it's yeah. just for looks. That was a necessity <laughs> back in the day. You so didn't bad. wear it for the look. You wore it to try to protect and preserve yourself. The rug burns you would get on your legs and your arms after those games. It's so bad. Try taking that post-game shower. Because I, I can even remember like when it would rain at those stadiums. Oh, man. You basically just brought out like a squeegee because yeah. there, was no, there was but no... But you were still going to get the burn. Oh, yeah. Like even it if it matter. was wet, you still going to get them burns. Oh, man. Don't you miss those days. Yeah. Illinois Ooh. had it, too. Illinois had AstroTurf, too. In Champaign. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's, uh, yeah. There was a lot of places back in the day. Yeah. Soldier Field had it. Uh, the year the Bears won the Super Bowl, they had a yeah. AstroTurf. So, yeah, yeah, there was a lot of – but I just wonder, does going to this new surface, getting out of, you know, Chicago, help with, Khalil Mack as a pass rusher? Yeah, probably a help a little bit. Right, It'd be a little so, bit more forgiving on his body, possibly. But, hey, $60 million he's going to get paid over the next three years. I mean, good for him. I mean, he was going to get it anyway, right? Yeah. 
There it is. There you go. Uh, it is uh, two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Brought to you by Discover. Real credit card questions require real people. Someone who understands your issues and works to resolve them with you. That's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives available 24-7. Discover, exceptionally common sense. So, again, we got the usuals throughout the course of the show. No Brady Quinn, but we got you covered the next three hours here uh, on FSR. Uh, coming up next, um, he's back. He is back. Now, the he is the interesting part. The conversation that will ensue will not be very kind to somebody's mentions here on this show. We'll have that for you right here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Two Pros and a Cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. It's never too late. LeVar Arrington, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. We are going to get to this uh, this major return. Uh, somebody is uh, hinting at a return. I'm just uh, they telling would like you, back. it's never too late. Even though uh, Baby Bro is on his anniversary tour, he's going to have a good time. Yep. It's never too late. We forgot this. It's only a mistake if it's left uncorrected. Yeah, we forgot this. To Come on, Berto. It's a football Friday, Come on. baby. It's a football, football. Friday. Come on. Football. football. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Football Friday. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Throw it. Touch it. Pass it. Come on. Who's he talking to? He's talking to your ass. Uh, it is uh, two pros and a cup of gel. We forgot our football Friday intro, so I, that, that's on me. I'll wear it. Uh, and, uh, you know, we will have it again uh, later I on. I just didn't feel comfortable too. doing it without Brady, but since, it's, you know, he's on his his dip, his vacation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Jesus. So let's just, you know, let's Jeez. shout him out. Yeah. Jesus. That didn't get yeah. on the air, did it? I hope not. Oh, my God. Yeah, you guys would hear Berto <laughs> no in way. Ear. I mean, Oh, my God. Yeah. Is, they, look, the show behind the show. Sometimes uh, my ears feel very <laughs> violated by, by Berto. <laughs> his mouth just has his so, way with our eardrums. So, I don't know. So a uh, little, little behind the scenes here. Um so this Speaking of behind the scenes. Yeah, huh? uh, when we uh, when we are on the air, there's a certain talk back to just the host to let us know, like, hey, uh, we need to get out or we got to go to break or the guest is here or this is happening or that is happening. And you guys can hear it. Yeah, and that and usually what you hear during that time is all of break. that. Uh, got to go to break soon. Uh, we've got a minute left. Don't uh, forget to, to read. Update. Uh, here's the read. Just simple things like Jonas, that. Just what to are let you us doing? know. And then Roberto grabs a mic. <laughs> And it is it's debauchery. Uh, so, uh, so that was one of those moments uh, that'll not be uh, repeated on the air. But uh, just use your imagination, uh, as Brady. Uh, and it's probably beyond know. that. Yeah, whatever it is that your imagination <laughs> took you to to think it's what he said, it's probably worse than that. Oh, uh, so you know, Roberto, rated R, Roberto, uh, capital R there. Uh, all right, yeah. so um, all right. Uh, before we get into, because uh, we're going to catch up with Eddie Garcia, uh, and then uh, and then get into uh, this story about somebody who is back uh, in the world of sports, I want to let you know uh, we are brought to you by Indeed. Bracket season's right around the corner for college basketball, and our coverage on Fox Sports Radio is powered by Indeed. If cold candidate calls aren't turning into hot hiring leads. 
than you need Indeed because Indeed's powerful hiring platform makes it easy to attract, screen, and interview candidates all from one place. Find your next great hire visiting Indeed.com slash credit. So we are going to uh, get into uh, a potential return for somebody in the NFL. That's coming up next. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, ladies and gentlemen, it's the one and only Edmund Garcia. All right. Thank you, Jonas. We start with Major League Baseball news in the league and the players finally agree to terms on a new collective bargaining agreement ending the 99-day lockout. The season will include a full 162-game regular season schedule. Players will report to spring training by Sunday, opening day slated for April the 7th. Under the new CBA, minimum salaries will begin at $700,000 in 2022, a 23% increase from the prior year. Baseball will now have a 12-team postseason with the top two division winners earning first-round buys. There's now a universal DH, and we will now have a draft lottery. A couple games in the NBA, the marquee matchup in Philadelphia where the Nets beat the Sixers 129-100. to Kevin Durant, 25 points, 14 rebounds for Brooklyn. Kyrie Irving chipped in with 22 points. Philadelphia had Joel Embiid with 27 points and 12 rebounds, but James Harden in his first game against his old team, just 11 points on 3 of 17 from the field. He was 0 for 10 inside the three-point line. Warriors beat the Nuggets in the only other game of the night. That was in Denver, 113-102. Golden State led by Steph Curry, who had 34 points. Nikola Jokic, 23 points, 12 rebounds, 9 assists in the loss. College basketball tournaments are in full swing in the ACC quarterfinals. Your winners were Duke, North Carolina, Miami, and Virginia Tech. Big East tournament quarterfinals, Villanova, Providence, UConn, and Creighton advance. Big 12 tournament quarterfinals, Oklahoma upsets Baylor, Kansas, Texas Tech, and TCU also move on. Pac-12 tournament quarterfinals, Arizona, UCLA, USC, Colorado, all posting victories. Winners in the second round of the Big Ten tournament, Iowa, Michigan State, Indiana, and we are Penn State. Uh, SEC yeah. tournament second round winners, Texas A&M, LSU, Mississippi State, and Vanderbilt. Tonight in the NBA, it's the Miami Heat hosting the Cleveland Cavaliers. That's our Discover Card key matchup brought to you by Discover. Real credit card questions require real people. Someone who understands your issues and works to resolve them with you. That's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives available 24-7. Discover exceptionally common sense. Now back to LeVar Arrington and Jonas Knox in the Fox Sports Radio studios. Thank you, Eddie. By the way, Eddie, so you're going to be able to double dip on the uh, bracket challenge because I'm assuming the Ben Maller show is going to do a bracket challenge and then this show is probably going to be doing a bracket challenge. Are, oh. you, are you normally a uh, a one bracket guy or do you like to uh, venture into uh, multiple brackets? No, I'm I'm normally a, a one bracket guy, but that's uh, I didn't I didn't uh remember that i was going to need to do that that's right i didn't know that so yeah so i mean maybe uh, i can do two yeah there, there you go yeah, I mean, for people out there that uh if you challenge do, yourself you know well if you do more than one bracket i, one I gets, think it's a little greedy outside you know? of anything else you know one gets a little boring yeah. so so which one should i like take more seriously um <sighs> clearly the one that has the better players involved so i would assume it's this one See, I, I feel like you could get away with, like, if you had a, an 8 9 matchup and, you know, like you picked the 8 seed to win, but the 9 seed won, I feel like you could easily correct that because a lot of the Ben Maller show listeners are uh, hammered, especially a Thursday going into a Friday. So I feel like they won't know the difference when you make little uh, corrections like that. But for this one, people are fueling up on coffee and really, you know, trying to be alert as they head into work. So I feel like uh you know with that one you could kind of finagle some of the numbers a little bit but so it's that a one... station this is a station right station well, I, we might do uh you know different shows i mean uh lee how, how are we gonna uh i thought it was or, a whole entire put this together different shows or no, are we gonna do an entire, whole network? entire network i thought typically it's uh different shows Different shows will is have it? a whole different show versus a whole show different challenge yeah, no, yeah. i don't recall I mean, that but yeah. then we have an in-house 
bracket challenge as well. Yeah. I've won one year, that in-house bracket challenge. Won one year back what, in 2015. I can distinctly remember going up against, oh. like, seeing Rob Parker and them. They the will have. They will also have the one that's just talent. Right. There you go. Yeah. I mean, that's the one I do. Eddie, uh, it's, it's funny you ask. Uh, a Fox Sports Radio wallet. Uh, I got the, uh, <laughs> no. The, 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 what, no, what was in the wallet? I don't, I'm, just huh? <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. Uh, I don't oh, even remember. No, no, I did win, but I don't remember what the prize Come was. Come on. Yeah, I swear to God. I, I don't remember. If I won a pool at work with dozens and dozens of sports experts, I'm pretty damn sure I'd remember what I won. I, I don't. I for whatever reason wow. I don't remember. Yeah, look at him. I don't know why. DeSager De won one year and it was like a 60 inch television, but yeah. it was too oh, big wow. for him, so he he asked for a smaller television. What? <laughs> That's such a DeSager move. <laughs> that that is what? such a Steve DeSager move. He downsized off a prize. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Come on, Steve. Wow. <laughs> like sling that thing. Like, come on. You it can, was too big. It was too big. Oh, boy. Yeah, well, I'll leave that alone. The yeah. words, the, right. the words that, that will ring around the world. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Speak for yourself, uh, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, all right. It, it's uh, two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. We are going to have another edition not, not speaking of. Speaking uh, for me. Batter uh, <laughs> up. We are going to have uh, another edition Strike of. Strike uh, is over. In case you missed it here, uh, coming up 15 minutes from now on Fox Sling Sports that Radio. Wood. It is uh, uh, it, it, the theme of the show uh, as Lavar is uh, on his uh, triple shot uh, mocha uh, getting yeah. after it here on a Friday morning. The theme of the show is um, a back. potential return. Yeah, I'm, I'm back. back. You know, stuff like that. So we're going to get into Major League Baseball because uh, Major League Baseball is uh, is back. Is back. John Palmarosi is going to join us, so that'll be a fun conversation as usual. Uh, and then uh, you know, somebody else, a, a former very popular name at quarterback, he's potentially going to be back he's coming back. up uh, later on uh, next Even hour as well. Well, isn't back. He's back. But um, how about this? Antonio Brown. He's back. Uh, he uh, hinted on the Pivot podcast uh, that he would be interested uh, in joining the Dallas Cowboys. So apparently, Antonio Brown thinks everybody's forgotten about everything that's happened over the past several months or several years. And now he's still throwing his name in the hat for a potential return to the Dallas Cowboys. It's a smart move. Uh, is it? It's a smart move. I mean, if there's one organization and if it's one man that could say, well, let's bring him on in and let's let's sit him down, have a talk with him and see how he's feeling about putting on that Don and that star. <laughs> well, I, I'll tell you to go a long way. For for Antonio Brown, if the the Jones family invested in him, I think it would would I think it would add to the the entertainment aspect of what they do to brand the Dallas Cowboys. And and I don't think that there's anything that he could do that would be so outrageous that just finding him or releasing him after he did it, but not not to mention leveraging the entertainment value. I mean, you got to think when Greg Hardy got into that that trouble. Yeah. That's Who was true. the team that came and 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 it was like you know what we know this is really bad and it's gotten more it's gotten worse so we're going to let him go now but they for certain held on to him yes. and played him for an entire season that Charles Haley back in the day they had, had issues I mean, and they made the move they they are known for for what they do in terms of if a person is an outrageous personality they leverage that for entertainment value. So yeah. I, I think that him calling out Dallas, knowing that they're probably going to release Amari Cooper, 
if he's willing to come in at at a, a doable a doable paycheck, you know, if he's not too much of a problem in that that category, why not give him a chance? I mean, and the Amari Cooper, like you felt like there was going to be a fall guy. Um, somewhere on Dallas this year because you know obviously Dak's going to be there Zeke because of the contract he's going to be there Amari Cooper you can get out of that deal and and it's not really going to hamper you at all if you're the Cowboys so you figure like that was going to be the the move that was going to be made and also you've got Gallup CD Lamb is there and so if they feel like those guys ready to transition into being that guy it felt like it was already going that way anyways it felt like uh, Dak Prescott Seemingly favor the they not you know, in the playoffs. They franchise well, yeah that <laughs> I mean, that that whole uh, that whole what happened there? Who knows? But there's also Lyle Collins. Uh, there's some conversation that he could be on the trade block that they might move on from him. So there's going to well, be some pieces moving do, around in I, Dallas. I, I, I've never really found myself saying this until now. They have to address their offensive line issues, yeah. and whether it's because they can't stay healthy or what. They have got to start moving in a direction where you stop living in the past of thinking that this is an all-pro loaded offensive line because it's not. And and so, but but back to the A-B point, we, we heard Brady on the show say that Dak Prescott plays his best football, has played his best football when Amari Cooper is on the field. Yeah. If you lose Amari Cooper – you're not really certain what you're losing in terms of the leadership aspect of it or the balance aspect of it as it applies to your team as a total whole. If you bring in a guy like Antonio Brown and he can bring a level of balance in terms of, because here's the thing, to the outside world, he's bat as crazy at times. And and he's proven that to be kind of his way. But to the inside world, a lot of guys really respect Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown is is legendary to a lot of people, and he's a role model to a lot of people for what it's worth. Bruce Arians, sorry to interrupt, but yeah, Bruce Arians mentioned this, I think it was even last week, in an interview. And this is a guy who bailed on Bruce Arians, accused him of trying to make him go into a game hurt. I mean, Bruce Arians has no reason to support this guy whatsoever. And he said, listen, Work ethic, that's never a question with Antonio Brown. Right. That guy works his ass off. He may be a little loony at times, yeah. but he works his ass off. And and he gives back. And that's the a lot of times we, we get so caught up into the things that they do wrong, their transgressions that we lose we lose sight of the impact, the influence of what they've done and how they've done it. And that's A B in a lot of ways. So I think it would be a a risky move because I don't know how stable the Dallas Cowboys are. I feel like they're a couple losses away from turning in, turning into a nosedive and a tailspin <laughs> out of control. But at the same time, I feel like they're two or three games away from winning that puts them in a place where they transition into being the team that you always thought that they could be or have been prognosticated to end up being. I don't think that adding A.B. at the right price tag really hurts them. So if there were a, an opportunity where you wanted to pick up Antonio Brown and see how it works out, why not see how he integrates into the team during many camps and stuff like that? See see if he can grasp the system. See if he's a guy that you guys are okay with and, and he's okay with you and, and go from there. I don't think that it's a big deal if you sign him now and try to figure out 
where you want to go with it. I mean, if I think the feeling going to Tampa Bay was, all right, he must realize this is his last shot based on all the other things that happened. So you would assume that he would really appreciate the opportunity and there'd be no more meltdowns. And not only was there a meltdown, he exceeded any meltdown he had ever had in his career by walking off the field in the middle of a game. We're we're going to be talking about that forever. The only thing about what makes this much different is that he would be going to a franchise where he will never win the last the last laugh. He will never get the last word because Jerry Jones has made it such a point to establish himself within the media, which is it's in so many ways it's so brilliant what he's done. Oh, uh, you be he's been so outrageous and so candid, and and his it, just the way he handles himself with the media, he's had so much you know, so much criticism on how he does things, but he's established the fact that he has a voice and he understands the game and he understands what he's doing. And so if AB went there and did, oh, Bruce Arians said this, you know, or now it's Mike McCarthy did this and Dak Prescott did, Jerry Jones would wear him out. Easily and, in well, the media. And here to and your point, on. I've always said this about Jerry Jones. He is a magician. To your point, we look at the Jets and the Jaguars, just for example, as disasters, right? I and, mean, we be, and we be all over their owners. Oh, yeah. And, and they're awful, and those franchises are bad. Do you know that the Jets and Jaguars have both been to multiple conference championship games more recently than the Cowboys? Oh, wow. We, like, we never – they haven't sniffed an NFC title game in almost 30 years. Wow. And, and – they're still treated near the top of the list in sports radio, TV. When you go on Fox Sports 1, when's the last time you went on and the Cowboys weren't part of the they're, discussion they're at some point? discussed every day. It's, I'm telling like Every day. It is the most brilliant. Even if it's, even if it's just a memo. Like <laughs> the Dallas Cowboys, um, they're, they're America's team. And going back into the show. <laughs> like, it's, it's like wait, most, that was the news on yeah, Dallas today? I'm telling you. Like, so we, we can all sit here and poke fun at the Cowboys getting ousted in the first round of the playoffs every year. I, I got news for you, man. Jerry Jones is laughing all the way to the bank. Maybe not this week because he's got some stuff going on. Uh, you know, with, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, there's a that still ain't that. Enough, that. Jerry Jones at this point ain't going to have enough of anything <laughs> going on that's going to hurt what he's got going on. So, yeah, I mean, if uh, if there was a place that was going to uh, bring in Antonio Brown potentially. It's uh, Dallas. It, yeah. It would be Dallas. Yeah. Uh, it is uh, two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Jonas Knox uh, here on FSR. Uh, coming up next, it's another edition of In Case You Missed It. And inside this edition, uh, we did have a very, very funny welcome back gift for one superstar in the world of sports. We will have that for you right here on FSR. And remember, some of us cowboys. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Mike check. Hey. Mike check. Hey. Do you want exclusive insight from the biggest names in the sports game? What's good? This is national champion and former pro baller Chris Johnson. And let me tell you a little bit about my new series, KJ Live. KJ Live is the only show featuring me going one-on-one with the brightest basketball minds on the planet to get the real. And when I say real, I mean that real. I got legendary Hall of Famers, elite coaches, and the top basketball insiders bringing you a unique perspective on all things hoops culture. 
you will not find anywhere else. To make your next move your best move. And tap in with me on KJ Live, wherever you get your podcast from. Two pros and a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. I mean, Le- but hey, who's counting? Lamar <laughs> Le- Arrington, uh, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Uh, coming up top of next hour, uh, the theme of a potential return is back. Uh, it is. Uh, we are going to have that discussion also NFL-related here on a football Friday, so that'll be a uh, a fun talk, and I'm sure that'll be uh, nothing but positive feedback for one Lamar Arrington upon uh, that discussion. Hey, bro. Yeah. These triple shots... <laughs> Are for real. Yeah. I'm going to start bringing you one in, Berto. Let me tell you something. These triple shots, bro, my, my eyes, I feel like I have Superman eyes right now. And, by the way, I learned from Up On Game, we're not shouting out who it is uh, as far as those triple shots. Because uh, if you want in on this show, you you know, you got to pay for it. You want to be sponsored on this show. So I learned that from Up On Game. How about that? think i don't listen you're gonna be passive aggressive no i'm telling passive that wasn't passive aggressive why was that passive aggressive that was was a compliment because he's the lead in he's the undercard to to up on game that was a a passive aggressive like little little, no no give me give me a little more credit than that i support the brand you do come on i'm telling you i learned and, and the brand supports you yeah you know, Be- better believe it. Of course, you no. know somebody tried to come in hot on you, and what did we do on the show? We yeah. came in hot on yeah. them, took them out. Yeah, That's how we, it works, we man. stick together around these. Damn pots. right. right. Uh, by the way, uh, we are brought to you by Discover. If you're a valued customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company, and that's why Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com/slash/match. Limitations apply. Let's go. Sometimes you can't get to everything in the world of sports or entertainment. Good thing the guys are here to bring you in case you missed it. And for that, we turn it over to our executive producer, Lee Dzlap. You guys Dzlap. Comebacks have been the theme of the show today. And in case you missed it, last night, Ben Simmons made his comeback All to Philadelphia. Right. Why spit in the face of Sixers fans? Why the grievance? Why the grievance, Ben? We didn't have the most important for five years, Ben. You know that. Come on, Ben. Five years. Why the grievance? But guys, ultimately, Ben Simmons and the Brooklyn Nets got the last laugh. They dominated the Sixers, 129 to 100. Uh, First of all, they didn't do nothing but support him for five years. They buried him as many chances they could get because the guy had a shooting problem. And he was a good player. I mean, I I know he's got his shooting woes, but it was was a bit over the top at times. And and it's Philly, so what do you expect? This is pretty funny, though. Uh, Ben Maller, uh, who you hear on many of these Fox Sports radios, uh, affiliates before us, one of the all time greats uh he tweeted out this a guy from philly sent him in a picture from one of the uh, bathrooms uh at the game last night and somebody wrapped one of the urinals with ben yeah. simmons I, I, you know <laughs> my younger me used to be offended by stuff like that it's and get hilarious. so upset because that's you. It's like if if you could put me in that urinal, that's what you would do. And it used to offend me. But now, as I've gotten older, 
you start to realize that it's a form of flattery. 100%. It's an it's a inside-out form of flattery. That's 100%. really all it is. If you weren't any importance of the, uh, to them, if, if you didn't hurt their feelings, because that's a hurt feelings fan that would do that. I remember going into a, a bathroom at Sharky's in Newport Beach, uh, which is whew, uh, just... Uh, <laughs> You know, it's a lot to look at, uh, and okay. the, and the menu too. Okay. Uh, so Let's there's go. a. Uh, I remember walking in there and using uh, the restroom, and I looked down in the urinal, and somebody had paid to put Osama bin Laden's face on the urinal cakes, and I just thought to myself. You know what? I, I don't know that he's probably all that offended by that. I, I, that feels like uh, that feels like that's a way uh, to honor somebody in, in a uh, in a weird way. It's like uh, Brian Bosworth. Remember those "I Hate the Boz" T-shirts? Yeah. Bosworth created those. Yeah, he did. Like, like he's he the one who came them. up with all yeah. those back in the day. That's so uh, good for Ben Simmons. You're yeah. making well, friends. Yeah. Toilet yeah. toilet cake sounds horrible, but let's go. Like that that might have been the that <laughs> might be mean? the most horrible sounding thing. Urinal cake? Yeah. It too- sounds horrible. What do you mean? Oh, we're just, gonna- it just sounds horrible. Hey, by the way, we're going to get into LeVar's pie rankings that he threw out on social media yesterday. Absolute disgrace. So, uh, your top five you had yesterday. A disgrace? Yeah, your pie vibes. Uh, yeah. I got We got problems with that. I don't see why. It's uh, amazing. But what else we got, Lee? It's amazing. You guys, in case you missed Washington uh, trading for Carson Wentz, they did reportedly pursue five other quarterbacks before settling on Wentz, those being Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, even and Jimmy G. Oh, as well as uh, free agent Mitchell Trubisky. Okay. I knew they wanted Mitch. All right. Is Wentz better than Garoppolo? No. You don't think so? No. It, it's it's kind of, you know, comparable. And Garoppolo's it's got com- the... It's uh, comparable. Uh, what about Trubisky? Is he better than Trubisky? I mean, now. Today. Okay. You would but s- I would take Trubisky over Wentz. Really? I would. Okay. I mean, I, I just I think upside is why they probably made the move. Uh, I just don't think there's Wentz. an upside for for them with Trubisky or Wentz. Well, there's that. But if I had to choose uh, between the two that I'm go down with, I'd probably go with the the guy that maybe there's more possibility to. They, That'd be Trubisky. They just haven't been the same since Gus Farratt sprained his neck uh, headbutting a wall. Uh, yeah. Remember that? Knocking himself smack <laughs> out. <laughs> Were you there? Were you on that no, team? No, I'm not oh, that okay. old. Uh, listen, uh, I'm old, but your I'm franchise. not that old. <laughs> not that old. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. 